to our very first podcast of Counting Stars is the name of it, named yesterday uh, by my husband. I have Malone Gillum here with me. My name is Mary, and we are starting this after trying to convince you for how long? Years. Years. Years I've been saying, hey, we should do a podcast. So um, we have been married for 24 years, and maybe all of those 24 years, we will our routine in the mornings to get up and have coffee, kind of separately at first, and then we'll get together for our second cup of coffee, and we'll talk about anything and everything, um, life, kids, marriage, God. Um, all these big questions are so interesting to us and and staying with those big questions has been really formative to like who we are as people in our relationship and they're the things that kind of keep us going and drive us and fuel the passion for living that we have and even though we are incredibly different as people it's it's one thing we have very much in common. Yeah, so I was reluctant to, I should say am reluctant, not was, still reluctant to do this somewhat. Um, more of my personality, I want to be in control and uh, I can't control this unless I just spend hours and hours editing things and I'm not going to do that. So. But, um, yeah, so counting the stars, uh, as we were thinking about what we could possibly name this as to what is our purpose, why are we doing this, it's, this image came to my mind um, that I grew up in West Texas where we had, we could really see the stars well, it was pitch dark. And uh, we would, I'd look at the stars routinely, and there's no way to count them, right? So, on one level, counting the stars reflects an impossible task. Um, it's something that could go on forever uh, and never be depleted, uh, which is our conversations about who we are in God and the things of life. I mean, you can never come to the end of those, I suppose. Um, from my, as you heard Mary say, we're very different. Another aspect of this from my point of view, um, which reflects more my personality, is the sometimes um, overwhelming sense of futility in counting the stars. It's like searching for a needle in a haystack. Uh, that sometimes the the task of that or the, the the endeavor of those things can can feel real uh, overwhelming, and uh, but yet there's something that compels me to continue to do it anyway. So we thought we would record these conversations because every once in a while, at the end of one of them, we look at each other and go, wow, that that was really good. So hopefully we'll have a few of those along the way. 
And we just had one of those yesterday morning. In fact, it's something, it's a common theme for us. What we've learned in our uh, older years is that, you know, oftentimes the wisdom that people are seeking and the growth that people are chasing is really a, a simplifying. It's really kind of an undoing of habits or thoughts that that you've adopted to protect yourself or make it through life. And the more we can go back to some beautiful, really simple things and stay there and remind yourself of those things and remind each other of those things, then the better off we are. And that's definitely one of the goals and the purposes that I have here is that um, we need each other and we need to kind of link arms and be reminded of, of what's true and what's beautiful and, and how, how precious everyone is um, because our culture will send you some different messages that everyone's not equal, that you know, you're not as good as that person until you do this or until you get that or until you have that. Um, and it's such a relief just to hear that without anything else happening, without you doing anything or achieving anything, at the base of every person is value and worth. Um, and that's really the good news. That's something that frees us from burdens and frees us from anxieties and fears for a long time. And so that's, those are the kinds of um, simple reminders that we just want to stick with. We want to kind of park there and say in different ways and say through different examples. Um, that's my hope. One of the things I've even right now finding daunting about this is I'm I feel myself consumed with trying to find the next right thing to say and this is so for this this is for me very awkward it's not just a conversation with my wife and coffee anymore um, and I'm not sure I even like that feel like the spotlight is on me to come up with something wise or witty or interesting to say um, and frankly it's too early in the morning for me to think about that uh, <laughs> so yeah it's uh, I don't know sometimes um, I think that you know if, if you've done a little bit of meditation practice or um, a little bit of, you know, just centering prayer, whatever you want to call it. Um, starting with a clean slate can be exactly what you just described and getting used to that place of having it be a clean slate. So not coming to the table with an armload of ammunition or defense in how we've got this to contribute and that to contribute, but to come to a table kind of empty-handed and saying that's okay. Um, and exploring this conversation. And, and that's one of the other um, great things about starting this for me is that I want every person listening to 
to hear this as you're part of this conversation too. And there are things that each person listening can bring to this conversation that no one else can. We all have our unique experiences and perspectives that no one else has. And so we can kind of tap into these beautiful, simple treasures and contribute them to the mix, contribute them to the whole, and it builds us all up. Um, so I don't really see this as a burden on the two of us to provide. Um, I see us as, as a team all in this together. Um, and so Malone and I have our perspectives right now, but as we're counting our stars, we're growing and our vision is kind of broadening to receive more beauty and, and more wisdom and, and walking through life together um, and being open and listening. So um, in counting your stars lately, is there anything for you, Malone, that pops up as, here's the star that I'm gazing at right now. Here's the stretching point. Here's my, my kind of revelation that's bringing me something good. Uh, too often the star that, if I can even call it the star, but the star I gaze at is myself. spend way too much time on introspection and uh, the shoulds and the oughts that at least come to me in life. Uh, so it, I'm always dealing with that. You know, I guess uh, during these days of the coronavirus epidemic, it's just trying to navigate um, what wisdom is out there to find amongst all of the different competing information. Mm. And then I'm, you know, I read something from Richard Rohr this morning that talked about suffering and Teresa of Avila uh, and how she suffered terribly physically which I did not know uh, in her body during much of her life and that that was a doorway for her um, to find deeper meaning and empathy for others uh, and so you know I was taught growing up that uh, it was victory at all costs that, the, that suffering was just uh, an assault of our enemy and there was nothing to be learned other than to get out of it as quickly as possible so it's a new paradigm for me to think of not that God creates our suffering but that there's so much we can learn through it 
and the coronavirus is certainly creating its own amount of suffering either for those who've experienced the death of someone they know or love um, to just the death of the freedom to move about as they want to or go where they want to so we're all in a, some state of suffering and so we're having to figure out how to cope with that the best way we can either through escaping or or trying to do some deeper work of wondering why am I reacting the way I am to the loss of control or fear of whatever's out there, fear of the unknown, fear of death, fear of tyranny. I mean, there's all sorts of fear evident if you look at social media. So it's, you know, those are the stars I'm looking at right now. Is I certainly believe God is present in all of this. Uh, and I guess this will come out more. We can't say everything in this initial podcast. Um, but you'll certainly hear repeated the thing that I don't believe God is the author of our suffering or destruction, that we are, but that he's present with us. So I think he's here, Um, but we've got a long way to go. Mm. That's good. Um, Yeah, so we, that's something we share very much is uh, what we believe about God and who we believe God to be is, is exactly the same. Thank goodness it would be hard if it weren't the same. Um, The stars that I'm kind of gazing at during this season of coronavirus are, you know, our life patterns and our schedules and our normals have been all changed to some degree. Um, And uh, we have four daughters who two have been off at college, but now they're home, including one of the girls' boyfriends is here with us. So there are a total of seven in our house right now during this season of stay at home. And for me, um, I've been um, hearing my emotions a lot more than I normally do. Um, I'm an introvert and a fairly kind of steady or even person in general as far as I know (laughs) we'll ask Malone in a second but my emotions have been much louder and and so it's for me been a time of more listening and more awareness of more opportunity to say what's going on why am I reacting this way for good or for bad Um, I just think there there's a lot more happening in our emotional worlds um, that we can learn from. And so what I'm trying to be reminded of and encourage myself in is to to let the emotions be what they are. They're honest. Um, We don't want to ignore them. We want to listen. They're they're cues and red flags of stuff happening. And I think as we do digest and listen to them and be open to learning from them, then that's, that's some nice kind of growth that we can have as people. Um, the challenge there is not to be hard on yourself, not to think that you should be going through this better, or you should be calmer, or you should be, you know, um, a saint and 
should be always encouraging everyone around you. It's been good for me to say to my family, I'm tired and I'm done for today, um, which is not something that I've kind of allowed myself to do as much as I have lately. So it's, it's good and it's appropriate, I think. So um, as we go through these um, kind of weekly podcasts together, I think this might be a good routine for us to kind of open up and be reminded of why we're here and for each of us to share like what, what stars we're counting, what are we seeing this week, what are we hearing, and then maybe to touch on where are our stars intersecting because you know we never live in isolation we're always influencing and interacting and um our stars collide <laughs> sometimes in painful ways and sometimes in great ways um are there any um, intersecting of our stars that you've noticed this week well gosh loads of them but the main one that's present for me right now is what we're doing. Uh, I'm just speaking for myself. Uh, my personality hesitates. I mean, uh, it's not strong enough. It more than hesitates. Guards. I guard myself from being vulnerable. So this is excruciating to even do this for me. Um, I don't know if anyone would even listen to this, but I'm being vulnerable to that person and I don't like it. So you're ex so enthusiastic and spent time researching and about doing a podcast and so the stars are colliding because I'm not excited about it um, because it's forcing me to be vulnerable and I don't want to be. So you're doing something that's actually in your wheelhouse that brings you life. This is like fingernails on a chalkboard mm -hmm. and having my fingernails pulled out doing this. I don't, I mean, I'm just physically uncomfortable sitting here. Mm. Um, so I think that's, that's part of it. And for me, this is, I think, one of the reasons for it. Um, this is not my morning coffee with my wife anymore. Because I'm not, you, even I've noticed as we're talking, she's, I'm not speaking to her, she's not speaking to me. We're speaking to whoever you are out there. She said, as a, as a matter of fact, she said a minute ago, well, we'll ask Malone. Well, if we're having coffee together, she would have never said that. <laughs> so, it, this is taking on a whole different dynamic, which is, it feels forced and I so again I feel like I have to like there can't be dead space I notice Mary won't let there be much dead space well in our normal conversations there might be dead space but that's not good for a podcast is it so <laughs> uh, so yeah the, the, my stars are colliding all over the place with this and but I don't want to be dualistic and say that it's just right or wrong, black or white, but perhaps we can learn and to do this in a different format or a better way. 
so that we are still doing something like this, but that it's not this. Because um, I'm not sure that I'll ever, that I will say much of anything that you'll want to hear. Because I feel so defensive right now. So it, <laughs> anyway, yeah. just being honest. No, that's exactly what we should be, is totally honest. And um, we'll just see as we go. Maybe the stretching will allow you to relax. You know, maybe it's a stretching in a good way. Um, you know, we all have these defense mechanisms that we have adopted. And um, it's good because it's gotten us through life. But I think that... It, I agree with people who say that in the second half of life is that unwinding and that letting go of those defenses so that you can be who you are no matter where you are and whoever's in the room. And so, yeah, we're sitting here in my dressing room closet because this was where I was told this is the best place to tape on the microphone that I have. So yeah, it's a little bit contrived and a little bit unusual. But I love the idea of entering into conversation and staying in this authenticity, staying in this openness and getting okay with that, like getting comfortable in your own skin and, and whoever's listening, if they criticize, they criticize. If they don't agree, that's their freedom to not agree. If they challenge, that's okay. Um, growing and kind of just maturity that's that's the way I see it and so I I love this opportunity it's it's good for me I know um, so thank you for jumping into something that is not your cup of tea now and we'll see we'll see how it goes the image I get is the old medieval <laughs> torture device the rack and I can see the person stretching me on it going well you'll get comfortable with this at some point it's helping you grow <laughs> i guess it's a matter of perspective isn't it <laughs> all right so our plan for these podcasts are to um tape them monday mornings and then um try to figure out technically how to load them and release them by Tuesday night maybe will be our goal and then um, and then repeat it each week and see what happens um, if you want to um, contact us or find out more about us uh, Malone is the minister the rector here at St. Paul's Episcopal Church in Edenton North Carolina so you can find their website, and he's got loads of sermons um, on their listening streams um, that you can that you can investigate and explore. Uh, you can find me on uh, Facebook at Arts and Wellness of Edenton. I have a little yoga dance um, wellness studio here in Edenton that I co-own. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Mary Sloan Gillum. 
So that's it for day one, episode one. This was fun. I have a really brave husband to jump into this. <laughs> and uh, kudos to you, my friend. Awesome. We'll see y'all next time. Have a great week. Bye.